بسم الله الرحمن Assalamu alaikum. It is Wednesday, the 8th of December 2021, and uh, in our um, series, Reflections on the Holy Quran, this is broadcast number 282. Uh, in recent days, we have been looking at uh, the uh, meaning of uh, um, the words in verse 96 of the second chapter of the Holy Quran, Al-Baqarah. And uh, this is the fourth broadcast in that, uh, looking at that verse 96. I had hoped uh, to cover this word uh, yesterday, but uh, um, it was not to be, we ran out of time. Just to remind you that the Lahore Amdiya community was created by Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmed of Qadian, and uh, he taught that although people believe in the coming of a Prophet after the Holy Prophet Muhammad, the Holy Quran says that the Holy Prophet Muhammad was Khatmun Nabiyyin. And the Holy Prophet explained that by saying it means there is no Prophet after him. So now no Prophet can come, old or new. However, he did also say that if um, uh, Muslims go astray, then reformers or Mujiddadeen will be sent. And Hazrat Mirza Ulam Ahmed was one of these reformers. His distinction was that the old Prophet Muhammad prophesied the coming of a Messiah and a Mahdi and these titles we believe applied to Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmad Sahib. Now, <clears throat> people are also Fond of calling each other kafirs for these and other differences of opinion on matters of doctrine and so on. But Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmed turned our attention to the saying of the Holy Prophet Muhammad, where the Holy Prophet said that uh, um, if uh, one reciter of the kalima says to another reciter of the kalima that you are not a Muslim, then the person saying it is the one who's closer to heresy. So this was how strictly the Holy Prophet forbade this uh, uh, heresy making that we are Muslims are so fond of. 
Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmed also taught that although people say that some verse, uh, some uh, prophetic revelation has been missed out from the Holy Quran, such as Ayah Rajam and the Surah Balayat and so on, he said this is totally wrong. God has said that He has revealed the Holy Quran and He shall protect it. So, no prophetic, no prophetic revelation can have been missed out. Similarly, people believe that some verses of the Holy Quran have been abrogated. Hazrat taught that this is nonsense. No verse of the Holy Quran can be abrogated. After all, God has said in the Holy Quran that He takes the responsibility of making sure that it remains in a pure form. So, how can verses be missing from it and how can uh, um, verses from it be abrogated. Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmed also taught that uh, um, jihad, whereas others say jihad means take the sword, go and kill people if they don't embrace Islam and so on. Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmed taught that yes, jihad is a fundamental uh, duty of every single Muslim. But jihad as defined by the Holy Prophet Muhammad not the doctrine that made that people made up later on. The Holy Prophet, while returning from a battle, said, from the minor jihad, we now turn to the major jihad, which is a jihad against our own souls. So with that, let us go to the verse of the Holy Quran that we are going to discuss today <clears throat> chapter 2 verse uh, 96 as i said <speaking in Hebrew> وَلَتَجِدَنَّهُمْ أَحْرَقَ النَّاسِ عَلَىٰ حَيَاتِ وَمِنَ الَّذِينَ أَشْرَقُوا يَغُدُّ أَحَدُهُمْ لَوْ يُؤَمَّرُ أَلْفَ سَنَحْ وَمَا هُوَ بِمُزَحْزِ and certainly you will find them the greediest of people for life. Greedier even than those who set up gods with Allah. One of them loves to be granted a life of a thousand years. And his being granted a long life will in no way remove him further off from Allah's chastisement. <clears throat> 
and Allah is seer of what they do. Uh, the word that we are going to look at is Yavuddu. And we were going to look at uh, this word yesterday, but uh, it was not to be. I spent so much time on uh, the previous word that uh, we didn't have time. So let us, I'm relieved because in the Urdu broadcast, I have to spend minutes looking for my notes <laughs> about the meaning of this word. So, Al-Wuddu, <clears throat> it means to love something or desire something. Because obviously, you know, you only desire something if you love it. If you hate something, you don't want it. So, um, um, <clears throat> in chapter 3, verse 21, Holy Quran says, Wajakala Baina Kumavadda Tamarahma. And he put in your hearts love and kindness. Mavadda Tamba Rahma. Or in another place, chapter 19, uh, verse 96, the Holy Quran says, Buddha, chapter 19, verse 96. And uh, God will create in the hearts of, in others' hearts, love for them. And uh, what this love is, is explained in chapter 8, verse 63, where the Holy Quran says, Lo an that if all the prayers of the world were spent, then you would not have been able to create love in their in in their heart. And then an interesting um, um, point I noticed was this, because you see, it, 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 Christians, when they criticize Islam, one thing they say is that, uh, you know, God of Islam, Allah is harsh. He's sitting there with a big stick, just waiting and hoping for people to do wrong things so that he can uh, hit them on the head with this stick and so on. There is no kindness, there is no mercy, etc. in uh, uh, in Islam or in uh, the divine being, you know, the concept of divine being uh, in Islam. But I will read out a number of verses. It's not just once where God, this attribute of God is stressed. Chapter 85 verse 14, for example. And he is Ghafoor. What is Ghafoor? Forgiving. 
Vadud. What is Vadud? Loving. So he forgives humanity because he loves it. And again, in chapter 11, verse 90, sorry, chapter 11, verse 90, Inna Rabbi Rahimun Vadud. And there is no doubt that my Lord, my Rabb, is Rahim, is merciful. My Rabb is merciful and loving. Rahim Vadud. And you know, you have, uh, we have uh, uh, 99 names of God and 99 names of the Holy Prophet Muhammad Basically, they represent their, their, their attributes, their qualities. And uh, these are two attributes of Allah. Two of the names of Allah, Rahim and forgiving and merciful. Certainly there, there are others, but you have to take them in context when it says, you know, uh, God is just then you have to, uh, you know, realize that that means that if you do wrong, then you will see the result of the wrong thing that you've done. Now, love also means that you desire something, as I said earlier on. So, um, um, <clears throat> the Holy Quran says in chapter 3, verse 96, But the ta'ifatum min ahlil kitabi law yudillunakum. And uh, all Muslims, that some followers of the book, some of the people of the book, they desire that they lead you astray. Buddha, they desire. And uh, similarly, <clears throat> about the non believers. When it comes to uh, being held accountable for your deeds at the end of the day, chapter 15, verse 3, God says, Rubama Yavaddu Yavaddulazina Kafaru Lokanu Muslimi. It will be at that time. That those who deny, those who deny, they would wish if only they were Muslims. So here the same word is being used for desire, wanting something. What do ma anim sorry, what do ma anitum? Chapter 3, verse 118. And they desire that by whatever means it happens, 
some difficulty, some problem is created for you. This is talking about the Holy Prophet Muhammad and again Wadda Kasirum Min Ahlil Kitab chapter 2 verse 109 and there are many amongst the people of the book who desired this why? because they are jealous so because they are Jealousy leads them to desire that, uh, uh, you know, the Holy Prophet Muhammad and Muslims would come to some harm. La tajidu man Rasulah, chapter 58, verse 22. And those who believe, believe in what? Billah, Allah, wal yawmil akhir, the day, the last day, the day of judgment. You will not see them making friends with enemies of Allah and His Prophet. And uh, in chapter 60, verse 1, it says, Ya yuhallazina amanu la tatakhizu aduwi aduwakum awliya'a tulquna ilayhim bil mawadda. Ya yuhallazina, for you who believe. And then, well, this is would be in brackets. If uh, for my sake, for my to earn my pleasure, you have come out of come out to fight or left Makkah, close brackets. Then, for my sake, do not make. Friends with, with, with these people, and yet you send them messages of friendship. So you see, the, here what you have to remember is this: that there are two levels at which we you know people. There is the personal level. You have your neighbor, you have your colleague, you will have your class fellow, and then there is. The national level at which national interest is involved. So what God is saying is this, that when your national interest is involved, do not depend on others. And it's obvious, you see, sometimes uh, I find people uh, saying, <clears throat> well, we entered into uh, a contract with this country or that country um and uh, you know we did this for them we did that for them and afterwards when we needed uh, uh, some help they refused uh, to help us you know they were only after their own self-interest of course they were that's what international diplomacy diplomacy is about how you can further your own interests 
whatever Muslim country you're in, they don't care about you. They only care about you so far as you help them further their, their national interest. Now take the example of uh, uh, um, Iran. I was seeing a news item which said that uh, it is now conclusively proven that uh, Dr. Musaddiq's uh, government was overthrown by uh, uh, Americans helped in the overthrow of Dr. Musaddiq's government in Iran, I think it was early 1950s. So why? Because Musaddiq was a Democrat. He didn't care about the American national interest. He cared about Iran's national interest and Americans didn't like that. He wanted uh, Aramco to pay um, more money as royalties for uh, the oil that they were drilling. What would that do? Aramco directors weren't going to put their hands in their pockets and uh, reduce their bonuses and their annual salaries. They were going to pass that on to the American people. Increase the, the price of petrol and diesel at the forecourt. And as we all know, once the price of you know uh, uh, petrol and diesel goes up, that makes transport more expensive. Airlines, railways, cars, buses, trucks. Commutive work is more expensive. If you've got a diesel uh, power station making electricity, electricity is now more expensive. So that is going to increase the price of goods in your shops. You know, food, clothes. Because food is transported. It just doesn't just grow in every each single area. If you take America's example, you might have to uh, uh, ship your potatoes or uh, grain or whatever it is uh, 2,000 miles to get it to the market. So it was in American interest to get rid of Dr. Musaddiq. He was going to spend money on his own country, this increased, these increased funds and health, he claimed he, you know, uh, free medical treatment, free education and whatever else. But that was against the American interest, so they had him overthrown. And the man who took over? He furthered American interest. He spent huge amounts on purchasing armaments from America, which Iran did not need. Iranian Air Force, who were they going to bomb? They had Pakistan on one side, which was a friendly country, Turkey on the other side, which was a friendly country. So why did Iran need such a huge, such a huge army? It didn't. But what it, did, what it did do was this. If you've got a big army, you need more rifle, then you need more guns, then you need more ammunition, then you need more this and you need more that. 
and then parts for them and space for them. Get, getting them repaired and serviced and whatever else have you. So you're going to spend that money on buying these things from the United States. That means you wouldn't be provide your own people with free health and free education and etc. But they don't care because that's not in their national interest that your people should be well educated and have all the facilities. Their national, national interest lies in the fact that you spend huge amounts of money buying arms from them. And that is what the Holy Quran is warning Muslims against. There's another example. Malaysia. At one point, Malaysians got into difficulty and uh, they needed uh, <clears throat> funds so the World Bank went running and said, oh, you know, here's some money. Then Tempu Abdurrahman, he said, no, you know, I don't want any money from you. And they warned him of all kinds of dire consequences and this and that and so on. And he said, well, I don't care. We'll sort out these problems ourselves. And to his credit, <clears throat> and to his credit, um, you know, he said, well, I'm, you know, very sorry, I, I don't, uh, 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 agree with you. I will sort out my problems. Um, my way and he did and the result of that was that he saved him uh, his country millions hundreds of millions in interest that uh, would have been paid uh, uh, to these uh, world bank and all these people and not only that they would have got their claws into his economy and dictated to him you know sack this one sack that one do this do that and uh, so on um, and uh, you know that would have uh, led to uh, serious problems for his own economy. And that is what uh, uh, the Holy Quran is warning Muslims against. I mean, my next door neighbor is, is a vicar of the local church and we're perfectly good friends. He does so much for us, you know, delivery comes when we are not home and the del delivery man goes next door. He knocks on his door and says, Roger, you know, delivery for your neighbor. And he says, yeah, fine. When he sees we are home, you see him lugging sometimes heavy things for us. And, uh, you know, where needed, we would try and help him, of course. So, but that is at a personal level. It's not the Muslim's national interest that is uh, involved in that. And that is something that should be very jealously guarded. And Muslims don't do that. The first Iraq war, apart from the fact that Saddam Hussein was a stupid um, um, <clears throat> 
he made a stupid mistake in taking, uh, attacking Kuwait and so on. And there is a theory that he was duped into that by uh, the American diplomats, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Uh, <clears throat> but then Saudis paid for the Americans to come and fight Saddam and destroy him. They paid for his soldiers, for armaments and everything. And if that is the level of your unity, then how can you blame others for taking advantage of that? You know, you should admire America for what? You should admire America for putting their own self-interest first. And they do it, and they do it unashamedly, and they're quite right. It's for them to look after their national interest. It's for us to look after ours. Don't go blaming them that, uh, yeah. <clears throat> you know, they did it for their own national interest. When it suited them, Iran was a friend. They were selling it in tens of millions, hundreds of million pounds worth of arms and armaments. And when it didn't suit their national interest, Iran became their enemy and subject to all kinds of uh, uh, restrictions and conditions and so on. And this is what Muslims forget. That, you know, let's take the example of, uh, you know, two brothers living in, uh, uh, in a house. And they're fighting with each other because, you know, some friend or some neighbor across the road or someone is putting one at the other's throats. So who's going to benefit? It's the person who's setting them to fight each other and kill each other. And, uh, yeah. <clears throat> This is what the Holy Quran warns against. And sometimes uh, people object and they say, well, you know, uh, 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 Islam teaches uh, Muslims to hate Jews and Christians and so on. No, Islam is not doing that. Uh, what the Holy Quran is doing is warning Muslims. And Muslims have ignored their, these warnings at their, at their cost. Saudis sided with the British against the Turks. Turks were Muslims, Saudis were Muslims. It was World War One, and Saudis decided to rise in revolt against the Turks and so on. Turks lost the, the war and so on. They barely managed to save the country that we today, that we see today. And what was the result? Despite all the, the help from Saudi Arabia, Britain had the Balfour Declaration saying we are going to create a country for the Jews. And they divided up the whole of that area between French and the British. And where we are, 
where we are today because of that. So isn't it right that the Quran should warn Muslims uh, against these things? And in fact, I would suggest it's a miracle in that 1500 years ago, the Holy Quran said this to Muslims. And no one else is going to be your friend. Everyone else is going to be your enemy. So you have to stick together. And, uh, you know, sticking together involves lots of things. And, you know, we should remember that we cannot love God, we cannot serve God unless we love humanity and unless we uh, 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 serve humanity. And that starts with our own people. Not exploiting them, paying them proper wages, making sure that they're living in decent housing, they have uh, access to uh, the, the medical treatment, their children have access to education and a thousand other things. But we don't. We simply sheepishly, blindly just do what uh, we are told. And then when it turns out that they did it to further their own political ends, then we complain and we say, oh, well, you know, uh, Americans do this for their own self-interest. Of course they do. You should do things for your self-interest. Why are you blaming Americans for doing things which are in their self-interest? With that, I take my leave of you. We run over our time. You know, for which I apologize and inshallah God willing we will meet tomorrow and carry on with the, our exchange of views on these things. Thank you for those who sent in comments and so on. It, it's very difficult to respond to comments and uh, speak at the same time because then you know you lose uh, your thread and also you're typing away while you should be uh, speaking. Um, with a prayer that whoever you are and wherever you may be, may Allah keep the whole of humanity safe and sound and free from harm. Assalamu alaikum, khuda hafiz, goodbye.